Hi, my name is Ingrid Anna, and welcome to the Divine Femme Money Show. This is the juiciest conversation for women about money, power, sensuality, relationships, and business. A few months back, a poor decision cost me over a quarter of a million dollars. To say I was stressed out and exhausted and overwhelmed and over it is an absolute understatement. And the only way I knew how to get out of it was to ensure that I implement the exact strategies I teach my clients and students. And guess what? It worked. In this episode, you'll find out what it took for me to turn a 200K loss and complete devastation into 600,000 within about five weeks. So I can't wait to share this with you because the truth is sometimes the shit just does hit the fan. And as a woman on a mission, you got to know how to get out of that shit and turn it into gold. So with no further ado, let's get this show on the road. You can find the Divine Fan Money Show at your favorite podcast provider and at ingridarna.com slash show. Hey, gorgeous, beautiful women. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you don't know who I am, I'm Ingrid Anna. And I'm sending you a big, juicy, energetic love hug. Ruin to riches, riches, I can't say probably ruin to riches, is really all about ensuring that we take any feeling of destruction, pain, loss, and we want to turn it into absolute sacred holy divine abundance you may have heard me say time and time again let's take your pain and make it rain and so we're going to go through a divine process today to really ensure that you get the gold out of any sense of um anguish that you've experienced in life and i'm going to share a few stories about my journey but i think in life it's really um it's not being a human being having this human experience it's really just part of the journey to sometimes fail and then recalibrate learn grow pick ourselves up and move forward it's it's a cycle Uh, obviously you can continue to have expansion but usually with every expansion will come some sort of struggle. So I wanted to be really real with uh, you guys. I really wanted to talk about some of the struggles and things that I've gone through, how I've overcome them. And today we'll be going deep into that. For those of you who don't know really what I do and what we do here at Ingrid Anna, we are deeply passionate and masterful and basically turned on and lit up about empowering women to really truly own their brilliance come into their sense of personal power to then lead into financial power and financial sovereignty and we do that through teaching women how to package up and sell high-end offers selling high-end offers in the world of ingrid Anna isn't about slapping a huge price tag onto a lame offer it's about packaging up your most sacred work and really being of service in a way that you're not kind of giving people just a portion of what they really need, which is, I believe, harmful. It's about really honoring where your client, your dream client is at, looking at the suffering and the pain therein, and mapping out a cohesive process that will allow them to get the transformation and the result that they really deeply want, that they're literally praying for right now. So I've been teaching this now for seven years and I'm so deeply committed to ensuring that women 
really rise into their sense of financial power without the sacrifice, but also to develop programs and curriculums and intellectual property that allows them to create what I call a legacy brand, whereby you are able to build a foundation in your business that will allow you to teach the sacred work for 10, 20, 30 years plus, right? So you're not regurgitating or recreating the wheel. I'm really about building solid, incredible businesses where your clients are supported, you are supported, and it allows you to be doing this, you know, doing this work for years to come without reinventing the wheel all the time. So we've really matured the brand over the years and it's just very exciting because our clients are doing incredibly well and I'm just thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. This week, we finally finished a new membership platform for one of my programs, Six Figure Diva. It's deep. It's so well thought out. It's so cohesive. Um, So we're constantly reinvesting in the business and making sure that um, our quality of service is absolutely impeccable. So without um, any further ado, let me know um, if you have any questions coming and I'm going to get into the story of today. So some of you would have heard my story um, about losing my company in New York. I had a clothing line. I lost it due to to fraud um, and it was a horrible uh, position to be in. And if I sort of transport myself back to that emotion and feeling that was coming up for me, it was just devastating And I had to come back to Australia and basically start off all over again and build this business. So if I look back now in hindsight and look at all the behaviors that allowed me to even get into that position, I really want you to think about that today because you will never really heed the lesson and learn the lesson and ensure that you don't repeat it unless you take the time to process and assimilate and become really, really aware of the thoughts and the behaviors that even allowed it to happen for you. I was just speaking to a client of mine who's made about 500 grand over the last four or five months working with me. And we're talking about building her team. And I was talking about a vibrational alignment where this is the only reality that I expect to see in my life, which is one of what I call the gray state of ease. But when you have lower base frequencies and traumas from the past and you are used to carrying, overworking, um, you're used to having a lot of drama in your life, it's like you've got an energetic tear within your frequency and we allow in all this distortion. And at the end of the day, with absolute love um, and real you know, respect for you, any of the messes that we usually create in our lives, like what I just said, it, you know, you've created it, we've created it through what I call unconscious incompetence usually. So we're not even aware that we're creating it. We're not even aware, like if you, but if we take the time to, with self-love and self-honoring of self to be real with ourselves, on some level, we have allowed it in because you're a creatrix. Everything that you're seeing in your life, you know, you're the producer, the star, the writer of your own show. Okay, so if you look at your own sense of loss or something that happened to you that really devastated you, whether it's in business, in relationship, um, on any level, um, and you begin to sort of really tap in and say, how did I get to that place? You know, and what were some of the beliefs that even allowed me to experience that? It's a really beautiful, important ritual to look at so that you can begin to have those aha moments and begin to course correct 
so that you don't do that again. So if I look back to when I was um, in that situation where this lawyer stole my corporate kit and then wrote out stock to himself, if I'm really honest with myself and I have processed this deeply to ensure that it never happens again, um, I was in a very vulnerable, needy, codependent energy. So I'd raised this capital. I had a lot of pressure on me. I'd ha I had a beautiful female pro bono lawyer from one of the largest law firms in New York from Skadden Arps. She was not really available to me. She was so busy. She was doing it as a pro bono, so for free, which was wonderful to a degree, but I didn't really get the support that I needed. Um, and that was really on me. And then I got this dude to come and work with me. And he even warned me and said, you know, what? watch out for someone like me, Ingrid, who will try to steal their company from you. And then Universe gave me an exit clause because he went missing in action for about three or four weeks and he was running for off, upstate, he was running in, for politics, uh, in politics to like yeah, get a political seat um, upstate New York. And he even said to me, look, you can let me go. Um, I haven't really honored you. And I said, oh, no, 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 it's okay. Because deep down, I was in a fear-based level of consciousness. And when you're really in deep, deep fear, and I'm not talking about fear, that mobilizes you to take very specific, definite, deliberate action and gets you out of your own way. I'm talking about fear that is codependent. Codependency in any relationship, whether it's a business relationship or in a personal relationship, you know, is incredibly destructive. So um, I was like, if I looked at it and I'm really real, I didn't think I could do it on my own. And even though I knew on some level he was dodgy as fuck, I kept that relationship going and made a lot of excuses for him. And in the end, it was like a movie um, scene whereby I had to sit with him and this lawyer and basically give up my company because it was his word against mine that I had promised to give him over 50% stock. I kept saying to him, you have to give me the contract. Don't work for me until you give me a contract. And he would say things like, don't worry, Ingrid, I have to do all these contracts first. You know, if I had to worry about you, that I'd be, that'd be a real problem but in my head, I was thinking, but I have to worry and concern myself about you. So the lesson there was I had to clean up my own side of the street and really come into my sovereign personal power and my full autonomy as a CEO um, to really own my power and release my family drama and release my neediness and release my wounding to really ensure that at the end of the day, if I feel that something is off, it is off to trust myself. I'm highly intuitive, probably like you. Being highly intu intuitive and then distrusting yourself isn't really being empowered, right? Because there's so much distortion there. So I learned a lot out of that and it taught me really how to become an incredibly resilient. And I'm going to go into that today about the importance of resiliency um, as a woman, not only as an entrepreneur, definitely as an entrepreneur, but just being a woman, uh, just living in this human existence, uh, the quality of resilience and a resonance for riches combined is going to propel you forward like pretty much nothing else. So the internal inquiry for me, I really had to do that work before I began to build this business to ensure that I wouldn't make the same mistakes before. So I have a beautiful process, a very powerful process that I teach when I'm coaching called the gift process. So if you go away today and write down four key fuck ups or mistakes or perceived failures that you've had, things that have really devastated you personally and professionally, 
write them down. There might be more. Don't feel bad if there's um, if there's more. There's a Buddhist saying about the slow horse. I don't know if you've heard of this before, but the slow horse sometimes is a person that gets knocked, 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 and knocked, and it's like you're a slow learner. But then the slow learner, which sometimes like I'm a very fast processor to a degree, but when I had all that karmic heavy trauma-based state, I felt very slow in my ability to sometimes process and assimilate information. And that's really a fight-flight response. So when I talk about you know re rewiring the mind and rewiring your frequency, you've always got to calm your central nervous system. So when I'm working with clients and really helping them make a lot more money more quickly, what I have to do is get the right and left brain working together in full congruence because when someone's in a panic, fear-based state of consciousness, it's such a big level, they cannot process and assimilate information properly, okay? And we just, like, we can't almost take it on because we're so stressed. So you want to calm everything down. You want to come into a beautiful, safe place, slow it all down, and do this work to really see the patterns of behavior, what you would perceive as a failure. You can write that all down on the left side. And on the right side, you want to put down what are the key things that you need to embody or beliefs that you need to embody to ensure that that doesn't happen again. And then you want to basically learn and write down, well, what are the five golden lessons from that experience? So for example, uh, I was needy and in fear-based consciousness, consciousness, which allowed me to totally get ripped off, right? So in some way, I ripped myself off. So if I analyze that the gift there is to learn that I am not dependent and beholden to anybody and that I'm the fucking CEO of my life and my business. And when I see a shark or someone that is not, is not good for me to know it, own it and move away swiftly because I will always manifest instantly the person that I want in that highest level dimension when I release what isn't for me and focus on what is and knowing very, very clearly what that looks like and feels like and that I really deserve it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You really deserve it. And I feel that when we've been caught up and we see a lot of drama and scarcity, and I'm not even talking about financial scarcity, just people constantly kind of in this sort of chaotic energy, you want to really disconnect from that and really come into deep divine goddess, priestess, femme, nourished reality and energy field and sort of imagine all those cords and all that energy releasing from your field and imagine a beautiful golden light just circling you. I even like to um, imagine like a beautiful like purple color just circling me in protection that I am clear in my own field of energy that I'm not taking on anyone else's distortion and making it my reality or making it my problem. I know exactly you know, the kind of experience that I have, want to have within my world. And that's why I don't often get affected anymore by people on the internet, by any naysayers, or I don't really, if I see other coaches, like I just saw another coach sort of complaining about the industry and talking about other coaches and all that stuff, I just don't really even, I can't even really process and assimilate that type of conversation. 
um, because I'm not really concerned about what everybody else is doing. I'm only concerned really about what I'm doing or my clients or the people that I'm employed to support and and nurture and my own family and my own energetic reality. Does that make sense? Um, I think a lot of people get pulled into other people's kind of vortexes. So if you are going to want to align your energy with anyone else's reality, it's going to be a reality that you want to have, right? Like, so you witness someone and you go, I want that. So I'm going to begin to embody that frequency. And just being very mindful, if you've got a lot of drama going on or a lot of loss, a constant struggle, you might, you do need to do an energetic clearing to ensure that you're not taking on board all those other frequencies. Okay. So I learned how after that devastating loss, how to really come into my power. And it's another representation of having something happen recently with us where we hired a company. Um, so my beautiful divine Megan, who's sitting over there, was running my ad account. And we were really busy and we were doing really well. And I kind of wanted to free up some of her time to do other things in the business and we decided to hire an external ad company. And um, they were very expensive, but that was fine. We were looking at the growth strategy of it and the return on investment. And we did something that actually, I just spoke to a really massive marketing dude um, about something. And I said, if I ever, I would never, ever, ever, he's like a multi eight figure, very famous man. and. We're talking about it. he said oh gosh no one's ever asked us to do that before and I said yeah because I've learned I laughed I'm like yeah because it's fucking smart because I learned the hard way so basically what happened was we hired this company um it started off okay and then they had this girl who was kind of decent and then she went on a holiday and then within two weeks, everything began to crash. They began to double report. Like we're, we spend quite a lot of money on advertising at this level. Um, and so it, they were double reporting. They basically four times our ad expenditure. They fucked everything up. By the time they came to a meeting with us after only one month, the scary part of it was we we're having this meeting and I literally had to, the guys weren't even aware of what was going on. We could see someone in our ad account for uh four weeks and not really do anything. And basically they just obliterated our advertising uh, accounts, okay? And were costing us four times the or five times the amount of money and all our, call, our calls dropped off. And it was just basically a diabolical mess that cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Thankfully, I had some cash stores there, but you have to, you know, no one really, unless you're a billionaire, can constantly for a long time without without venture capitalists, without a lot of backing, you can't have $200,000 plus losses every single month and survive. So I had to go into, I was sort of, I sort of offhanded some of the, um, the management of this account and this new relationship to my team and I had to go into full blowing friggin boss diva alignment where I was like, everyone on my team, get out of my way. Let's sit down and have a meeting. We were sitting around a table and someone on my team was like, oh, maybe we could um, get them to, you know, we could fire them, but or maybe we could get them to make the money back. And I was like, can you listen to yourself? Just with all due respect, listen to yourself. 
They've shown you exactly who they are. What? You're going to gamble with my money, my business, all the work and passion and energy that we put. And we're also fucking epic at marketing and advertising and what I'm going to throw it to these incompetent losers, basically, um, who the CEO ended up admitting it. I called him on the phone. I'm like, what the F's going on? He admitted it. It was completely just fraudulent and a total F up. So I was like, no, I mean, hear yourself. What? I'm going to lose another 200 grand. What? And then we're going to finally get the message. So I basically had to also say to my team, I remember the day and I said, look, I'm going to speak in very loudly. It's not because I'm angry with anyone or really blaming anyone because I have to take full responsibility for this because I'm the CEO, but I'm going to speak really loudly because I need to hear myself think because I've got all these other people's ideas and Chris was trying to do my husband a sort of analysis on the friggin' whiteboard and I was like, I can't even look at that. Like the writing is on the wall. Fire them, get rid of them. Megan, who was sitting next to me, I'm like, go back upstairs, start running ad traffic. We're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. And that is the level of personal power, authority, direction, and leadership you need to have when you're running a business. Whether you're starting off from ground zero or you're running a multi-million dollar business like I do, it is a level of power and authority. So that's why when people are coming to study with us and learn from us, And, you know, they're having all the journeys of ascension and everything, like go fucking through it and like actually celebrate it. Because I have to tell you, you've got to grow a backbone and you've got to be resilient as fuck if you want to survive. Honestly, you've got to develop such a deep level of personal truth and power and voice. Like, I talk a lot about visibility and voice and this and that, but voice within your own relationship with yourself. If you're looking at, you know, running a multi-million dollar business or even a half a million dollar business or 250K, my people are really hiring, starting to hire teams. If you don't know how to clearly articulate and communicate and set boundaries and set clear KPIs and performance measures and have check-ins you will get swallowed up. So it's so important to take these experiences and grow and expand. People sometimes come to us and go, they're like at 50 fucking grand a year. They're like, I want a million dollars in a year. Is it possible? Maybe, maybe. Um, However, you've got to understand that you need to become a completely different type of leader. So it's not just about, you know, the ads and the messaging and the offers and the down sales um, and the way that you structure and your automated funnels and your evergreen system. It's a deep, deep level of this. I mean, I just, I mean, I've been in the trenches um, within this myself for the last six to seven years. And this level, it just keeps coming up today of personal power. Um, learning to, I talk about so much with my students about learning to communicate and express the outcomes of your offer and articulate your message and all of that. But then when we ground it even down, even a deeper, deeper level in order for a woman to really run a highly successful company from the, the team behind the scenes, all of that is needed plus some. 
And it's an, it's a learning, it's a remembrance, it's a learning a completely different dialogue of personal authority and commanding and commanding that your team delivers, commanding that they honor their contracts of what they're here to do with their roles. Does that make sense, everybody? Is everyone getting it? It's a deeper level conversation where I want to talk real girl business and that, you know, sometimes these experiences make me feel like I want to vomit. And that's why it's so, and I probably almost do, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's like was a slap and a stab in the heart, a stab in the back. There were breakdowns within the company. I even said to my husband, oh, like, you know, he listened to your dialogue. You said to me, oh, you know, we hired them and there were some, there were some downturns. And I'm like, well, when you're starting to go through a downturn after downturn, you're employing a company to make your life easier to see an uptick. So the minute you identify a downturn, number one, I should be notified. Number two, you should be looking at every single point. Number three, get those fucking people on a call. This was a 12 and a half thousand US dollar retainer. Get them on the call and pick it up and fucking look at the problem. Okay. And as a CEO, I can point a finger. I can train my team. I can whatever. At the end of the day, it all comes down to me. So through this experience, I have become, I am a no, take no prisoners, incredibly deliberate, um, very specific. I've always been that, but it, it, it had, I had to propel myself forward and rise into a deeper level of authority and also this real honoring of how good we were actually doing it without them, 10 times better. I went to this company recently, this big guy to talk about something and I'm like I will never ever ever allow anybody to take over my ad accounts ever again and if I ever do do something I'll get you to run a separate account starting from zero you don't have any um any way of manipulating or fucking with what I already have and I'll test you out and see what you can do for me and within 15 you know 14 to 30 days I'll decide then whether we continue working together Let's see if you're really who you say that you are. But why would you take a whole... And they were like, oh my God, no one's ever said that. And by the way, you're getting such great results. We wouldn't really be able to take you any further. And I said, great. And let's look at some other ways we might be able to work together, right? And we are going to be working together on other on other areas. But it also allowed me to see how... Um, what the level of excellence that we already have within our business and that I really need to be that person leading the show. Okay, so lots of awareness there, lots of breakthroughs, lots of processing, and um, and I really want to commend my own self. Like it makes me feel emotional that if I hadn't taken charge and full authority in the way that I had, it would have been ten times worse. And that came down to me. That came down to me. Nobody else in my team, but me. That's why I'm the only person in the business that's ir- that's irreplaceable. Me, just like you are the only person that's irreplaceable in your business. So R is resilience. You want to also start with a resonance for riches, which is your vibrational set code, which if we want to go down into like its mindset, its energy, its behavior, its everything. 
whenever you've had a loss and whenever I have people that come to me and they've had a loss, I say, sweetie, you can't build your business in a vibrational loss victim energy field. Like, oh, this has been done to me. This has happened. You've got to kind of look at the lesson, process the lesson, do your gift process, see all the gold out of that. And then you need to basically hit the refresh refresh button with all the additional knowledge and awareness and there you go what am I creating now so I'm in a double I'm doubling my business I'm doubling my business now what are you doing with your business that's that's a vibrational set point reality I'm no longer um, sitting in the vibration of this was done to me. We then needed to plan a 90-day recovery plan and hit all specific milestones to earn all of that money back plus some, plus put us in profit and to ensure that the systems were put in place that that never, ever, ever happens again. And that's when I then did the 600 grand within about a 45-day period of time. Okay. And I did have to go into pretty heavy overdrive for that and take a lot of control. And now it's back into this really sort of beautiful flowing space. However, now I'm bringing in more experienced people to help me bring the um, build the company so that that authority or that sense of ownership, like I always have to lead, but that I've got other higher level, more experienced, higher level talent coming in to help hold some of that responsibility for me. So it's resonance, it's our resilience and it's responsibility and it's a reclamation of ownership of your, you know, your CEO archetype really at a very, very deep level. I is really all about intelligence. You can call it intuitive intelligence, intelligence to really honor your innate intelligence so many women discount how talented they are hence they don't have the authority we go into a neediness position we allow way too much sort of carrying okay so really bringing in your innate intelligence if you want to tap into a higher level consciousness of your innate intelligence and you want to begin to tap into your highest level frequency or highest level version of you and do a bit of a ritual where you sit silently and you ask your higher self to give you the next clear steps or the biggest insights, you know, I for insight, it's an insight, you know, it might even be like there's a wound there. It might not even be strategic or strategy at this point. It might be a wound. And what's the insight and the intelligence that you need to have to overcome it? Is everyone feeling what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh, it was so terrible what I went through. So when people come to me, it was horrible. It was really devastating. And you put so much, you know, I really wanted that relationship to work, you know. Um, it's just can feel horrible. And so when people come to me, like I had this client come to me, Devashti, and she was struggling and she paid me the money to start working with me. And I'm like, girlfriend, do this, do this, do this, do this, and ditch the story about the loss and go into the service, go into the vision, go into your next future realm of consciousness. So if you want to shift your field of energy, you can't be operating from a past vibration unless it was juicy as fuck and you're like, I'll take that from my past. Do you know what I mean? You need to course correct. So the way that you come into the frequency of your next level and begin to embody that 
deeply is to, well, this is what I do and it works for me. I'm like, well, what do I want next? What do I want next? What is the next future realm? And what does that feel like? And that's what I begin to feel into. And I will say to creator of all that is and the divine of all that is, that that is the only thing that I am up for. That is the only thing that I'm uh, available for, right? That's it. And so that's when I start, like people then come to me. So for example, a woman messaged me about three or four days ago and I'm hiring more people um, on, my, on my team and this woman said, I saw you in the group and I got this innate hit to reach out to you. And she had this sort of caricature on her profile and I wasn't so sure, but I was like, sure, like if someone's bold enough um, and I was like really in a uh, energy of receptivity and receiving, also are uh, very good, receiving. So I put out a clear intent of the type of people that I want to manifest to come into the business. I'm not talking about clients, by the way, that's a whole other story, just my team. And this lovely lady and I'm like cool can you go and shoot a video for me can you tell me about yourself what do you do where are you at how can you serve my business what can you do for me so I was making a joke with my client my new motto is like I know what I can do for people I know what I provide for my staff I know what I provide for my clients so when I'm hiring now it's a new energy which is something that I've not been um great at I, I try to be very generous to people I don't do hierarchy or weird power plays um, but now I'm looking for something more. So I'm also hiring, looking at hiring a new COO and he's coming on Friday. And I said to Emily, someone else on my team to go away. One of my head coaches, ask him to plan a presentation for me as well on what he can do to help me grow my business. So I want people to wow me. And the song is, you know, the Janet Jackson song. Some of you might be very uh, young. I'll play it for you in the group one day, but if you Google it, um, maybe on YouTube or something, Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? And it's like, what have you done for me lately? Boom, 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 boom. So <laughs> um, what I'm wanting to see is, well, I know what I can do for you. And here's what I can offer, whether it's, you know, financial compensation, training, the energy, the group, the support, the love, all of that. And then, then I'm like, well, what do you have to really offer? And it might sound really basic. Uh, maybe it's very basic to men. <laughs> Um, but for, I think a lot of women in business, we don't think this way. I certainly didn't. Maybe I was always just too inexperienced. I don't know, but I really, um, now I'm drilling down and making sure that people really have the cred and the integrity and the level of proactiveness and cleverness to really support me in the business. Otherwise, as a CEO, you are going to be so drained. Okay, because it goes back to like carrying. So here, this is all about for me about courage, the frequency of courage, which comes from heart. I can't even write courage. You know, if I was doing a marketing talk, I'd talk about captivation. But courage, it's really about going, fuck this. I'm going to go into my heart space energy. I'm going to connect to my womb power and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this forward. It's like a birthing ritual. It's like I have this courage, this strength, this resilience once again. H is really about honoring, honoring yourself, honoring your vision and knowing where you're going. You will never, ever create a beautiful streamlined existence and a streamlined growth plan in your business unless you really know the vision of where you're going and honoring that and honoring yourself and honoring your needs, both emotionally, financially, spiritually and physically. 
you probably heard me talk about this, you know, uh, when I talk about money and finances, I'm talking about the whole ecosystem of riches. I'm not talking about just financial empowerment. Financial empowerment on its own, number one, usually doesn't work. It's a whole embodied consciousness of spiritual growth, emotional growth, physical, and also then the financial outcome. Okay, so whenever a woman is not honoring herself, she will be carrying and she will probably be in a state of some form of dis-ease. It may say, start off as an emotional like <gasps> jar, a bit of fight flight, a bit of a reaction, stress response. And that will happen time and time again. But the issue that we face so often is when we do this as our normal, where we're constantly in a pattern of overwhelm and anxiety. It's not okay. It relates to chronic, chronic illness. Okay, been there, done that. Won't let it happen. And that's about, that's about my. I can also be around integrity, innate intelligence, integrity, integrity for self. You can never have integrity for others unless you start with the integrity for yourself. And so many soul empaths and myself, when I have done a lot of healing on myself, I could never really put integrity for myself in a sentence due to the way that I was brought up. It was all about how do I take care of everybody else? How do I give to everybody else? I was speaking to, I'm writing a book. Um, it's almost done. I was working on it yesterday with a friend of mine who's helping me finish it off. And I was talking about that journey of like really, you know, I wanted to always be that pleaser for my parents. And I grew up in a lot of dysfunction. So I picked up that role of trying to make myself feel safe and trying to make it okay for everybody else whilst really not being an integrity for myself. So when I've been doing the healing work that I've been doing over the years, putting that sentence together and really honoring integrity just for my own self, would you believe? Uh, literally uh, freaked out my central nervous system. So the way that you move through that is either, you know, in our courses we have a kinesiologist and healers and just doing that really deep level of where we do prayer, I do theatre healing, I do all these beautiful divine invocations with that. But just even the awareness will begin to shift it for you. But just even sitting with yourself today and just asking yourself, what would integrity really deep integrity for myself look like. It might be raising your prices. It might be fully embodying that at a deep level, being like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, because it's not just about the money. It's about the price that you pay energetically um, when you work yourself into the ground, right? So what would integrity look and feel like for me? What are some of the shifts I need to make? And are you ready? I ask you right now to really honor Honor your own self, honor your own health, honor, honor your own energy field, right? Because when we do things that aren't in alignment with what we need and really truly want that aren't in integrity, your health will suffer. Health, honoring and health go hand in hand. So E is all about the energy and setting that intention for yourself. Like what's the energy that you really want to bring forward? How does it feel going into that future realm of consciousness? And S is all about then later on the strategy, which is the systems, the systems, the strategy uh, that you need to have in place. So whenever I'm planning my way forward, I have to sit with myself. So if I've had a big fuck up, 
um, looking at what I taught, which was the gift process, and then I'll go into real strategy, which is, okay, I want to reach X milestone, X milestone, X milestone. So it might be a three-month milestone, it might be a six-month milestone, and it might be a 12-month. Write them down. Plan the trajectory of your future reality. Write it down. The minute you write it down, it creates, like if you look at it from a quantum realm, it's like the energy field begins to coagulate to create the physical representation of what you put down. What you put down becomes an energy field. Then you begin to strategically plan it out. So, okay, this is my goal. So that might be, say, I don't know, might be 50K. Say you're doing a 50K month or whatever private offers then here by this stage you're launching your very first mastermind and you want to do 150k launch by this level you're doing 500k because you're scaling the fuck out of that and then you can begin to go well then what is step one what is step two what is step three and then you go and then you know all these key steps and milestones there might be some um lack of knowing and that's when you have support and get a coach and do all that but then you chunk it down and then you begin to plan it out. You know that this, so July, this is from July to September. This is uh, October to December, for example. So you're launching in October here. What needs to be set up to launch is high ticket group situation. So you set yourself up for financial freedom so that you're not working so many times delivery. If you want to do private, that's fine. You can do a mixture and private and group together, no problem. And then by the 12-month period of time, we're looking at June, July, the following year. Where are we going to be? The 500K. What's that all about? What are the key steps to go from 150 to 500? And you chunk it down and you break up all the steps. And that's the strategy, okay? And I love strategy and I love breaking it all down um, and really planning it all. Um, so when <laughs> before I got really grounded with my right and left brain um I wouldn't do proper planning like this uh, I mean I didn't even have my uh, first really great offer um and then of course I wasn't succeeding and I was sort of failing and because if you look at the energy of it it's very scattered um there's no real concrete plan strategy and offer so now I'm hardcore. Like if I have conversations with people, it's like I've literally had to retrain my brain. Now, another reason why I have to retrain my brain is God bless my husband, who's amazing. But my husband's not a natural born entrepreneur. He's a tech geek. He's an engineer. He's very bright, very gifted in many, many levels, an amazing coach and teacher. But he's not that really specific, uh, like a leadership entrepreneur type person. So I could be resentful of that and sometimes I have been because I've had to work incredibly hard to um, become all these types of aspects of myself and retrain myself and really get very, very strategic and not just be the creative. Like I'm not just the creative, I'm not just the teacher, I'm the leader, I'm the visionary, I'm the financial controller, I'm all these things. Um, and so if I look at that and that journey, I wouldn't probably, I wouldn't be as good an entrepreneur if I wasn't in some way forced to really do, do this at a deep level and not rely on him to do all those things. So it's come at a certain cost to a degree for myself because it's been quite a big um, growth thing for me. But now I know how to teach it because I've really had to 
be, you know, everything from the marketing, the coaching, the teaching, the hiring, the HR, the training, my team. I, I know, and now I can hire people. And I know what their job is and I know what I want to see. So both from a coach, a healer, a mystica, whatever you're doing, um, whatever niche you're in, we have to deliver an epic service there. And then when you're beginning to grow the business, you really can't take people to where you haven't been before. So whether it's the team, you know, so um, I've grown a business from zero all the way into a multi-million dollar business. I know that I know that landscape. That means I know how to teach it. I know how to pass it on. I know what I'm looking for. So that's the gift for me. Like I've become as serious as all F boss diva fucking like amazing. Like in terms of I feel great about that. I know I'm confident. I've weathered a million of these storms. And now I know how to turn it all around. So the level of mastery that you will get through the growth is like when you meet a client or someone and you're, they're in the position that you were in, you know, and you can see, okay, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And this is the journey that you go on, right? So there's a lot to learn <laughs> from our suffering. You know, there's a lot of beauty in it as well. And the biggest thing that I've had to learn is to feel safe in it, to not freak out and to always come back to the strategy and the solution. You know, we often talk about when we're reaching a client, what the business that we're in is um, taking people from problem to solution or suffering to salvation or trauma to transformation. We're in the business of solving problems for others. But when you're a CEO, You've also got to be in that uh, position for your own self and your own business and your own team. So I hope that I've been able to serve you today. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've gotten a lot of value out of it. Uh, if you want to speak to someone on my team, the way that we do our calls is we do an analysis type process. We're going to help innovate. Get this. We innovate and help brainstorm with you your next level your next financial level, but also your offers. So we look at what you're currently, whether it's your gifts and you don't know what to package up or you're already selling high ticket and you want to monetize the bejesus out of it and like work like 10 times or half the amount of time and you want to triple your income, we're going to help innovate. So we never ask for a sale unless number one, we get permission and number two, we always give before we get. So if you want us to help you innovate your offer and really look at the strategy of your business, both energetically and financially, and like on the marketing level as well, the strategy behind it all, then you absolutely want to book in a call. The booking call system is ingridarna.com forward slash chat. I think Megan's probably put it up in the link. Um, so absolutely do that. And if you have any questions or anything, is there any questions? Yeah, There's I a few. Just asked a question. She's in six figure deep at the moment. She said, how do you keep the soul flow in the business if you're going into the pre-planning of content? How do you keep the soul flow in the business if you're going into the pre-planning of the content? Yes. So when you're saying the soul flow, do you mean how you're operating? Because for me, like planning content is really fun. Like I'm, I love planning content. I love connecting with my audience. I love being generous and giving away a lot. Like I love that. So it's always coming from soul. Like I'm not disconnected from my soul. Like it is soul. Everything about it is this beautiful embodied 
soulfulness. So Alison, I can reach out to you after this and see where you're, what you're really meaning, but maybe you're talking a little bit about the overwhelm or that you might feel like you've got a lot on your plate. So is that something like you feel like you've got a lot going on? Like there's a lot to learn. You've got to plan content. You've got, you're getting your offers ready. You're getting maybe your marketing strategy ready. Well, she hasn't applied, but we can reach Okay, out. so I think that I, just with that too, when you've got a lot going on and if you ever feel like you're not in a state of soul, juicy flow, take some time out, ground your energy, get into nature, go and watch a fun movie or go and have a beautiful meal. And then the way that I get a lot done with a lot of energy is I'm always thinking of like the response and like people really happy to get my content and then I plan it out and then I compartmentalize my week. So say you want to map out a new webinar, you've got to plan all these, um, plan all your slides and the content and your opt-in page and all of that. You might want to go, okay, okay, I want that done within eight days and I'm going to spend four hours of the next eight days planning that. I'm going to have a rough draft done. I'm going to take that to class. I'm going to get a review and by July 15, I'm going to be running the first live event. And then I chunk it down with very specific milestones and then I make sure that I get help and then I might do a draft two and a draft three, do it live and then you're going to go back and you're going to rework it probably until you get ready to go to automation. Um, and you just look at your week, like how many clients do you currently have? What's going on with your personal life? What do you need in terms of taking time every morning to get exercise and all those sorts of things? So I really sit down and if I'm ever in overwhelm, it means that I, have, I haven't planned out my world enough. So for example, you've probably all heard that I had a hysterectomy and this and that. And then I felt that, yeah, I just went with all the recovery and I had to do a lot of rehab stuff. And then I thought, like, this is ridiculous. I really want to do Pilates. I don't want to do group. I want to do private. I'm going to invest some time and money into this and I found a great Pilates dude. I called around a couple of studios and then they're my non-negotiable times, whether it's going for a hike, whether it's going to Pilates and then being very, very specific around the type of teacher that I want. I have an incredible Chilean man who's really beautiful. He's got 25 years of experience. He's very specific with me uh, and making sure I have all of that. Usually if you're overwhelmed, there's a lack of like sort of nourishment and pleasure. And also you want to make sure that you do ask for help and that you receive the help and that you set yourself up and that you are coachable. That if someone gives you feedback and tells you what to do, um, <laughs> that was my phone, um, watch phone, um, that you implement it quickly and you keep going. You allow it to be a gentle, beautiful, juicy, easy process. Is there another question? Angel asked... Um what she can do to prepare to work with you and the team she's manifesting the money and starting out in business. Okay, so Angel's starting out. She wants to know what to do to manifest um, the money. So you can either do a few things. Number one, you want to think about, well, how much money is it? And then know the amount of money that you want. So we also have payment plans. So you might decide, okay, I'm going to do a payment plan. I'm going to get whatever it is, three grand together. Um, or I want to get the pay in full. I'm either going to speak to someone, a friend, a family member and say I can start paying them back a certain amount of time. You want to also start reaching out to people, thinking about maybe an offer that you can sell at the get-go um, and sort of starting to get yourself into like set up a group, set up a free group, start doing video there, start inviting people to call, start actually doing some of the things that you think that you might need to do in order to grow your business. 
Um, if you're really financially strapped like that, you want to look at, like, I'm not telling people to go and put it necessarily on a credit card or sell their car. Like a woman who, who joined us recently just did. She just booked seven sales calls. She's already brought in an extra like $25 or $30,000. I've never told anybody to do that. She did that for herself. Like it just depends on how resilient you are, your financial situation, where you're living, how you're living around getting the money together. But when I um, lost all that money and I came home from New York and I wanted to do a nutrition course, it was like four grand. And I was lucky enough to ask around and some people helped me and I lent the money and paid them back and I got that money. So sometimes you have to uh, eat some humble pie and um, ask for support. So I hope that's helped a bit. But yeah, really um, beginning to market. We've got a lot of um, cheaper product as well. We've got a $47 um, three-hour workshop called the Six Figure Diva Workshop that you can start to learn all the key aspects of packaging and positioning. Um, we've also got the Client Magnet, which is a really great training that I did, Million Dollar Client Magnet. That's free. We can get that to you. Um, but the URL, the domain name for that is ingridarna.com forward slash magnet. That was going to help you a lot. We've got a free meditation that we've got that Megan can put up for you. Start listening to the meditation. Start amplifying your energy. People absolutely love that. Um, and yeah. I hope that's helped. Let's get your energy, your frequency, start thinking about, well, what offer can I create? What's the name of it? What's the tagline? What am I going to offer? What's the price point? And start creating your own offer and start getting out there. Um, but the Six Figure um, Workshop that we have, Six Figure Diva Workshop, is this like... I don't know if we're necessarily offering that right now. We're not, we don't usually offer it, but I don't mind selling it. So if anyone wants it's it, part, it's a, part of our funnel. Yeah, part of the $7 Rich Brothers But we can get it for them. Um, so if anyone really wants that, um, let us know. We'll, I will get you a place to absolutely purchase that. If you haven't bought Rich Goddess Activation yet, uh, which is a $7 product that we have, definitely look at that. People are loving that. And when you go into that uh, funnel at $7 and there's an upsell to um, seven, it's called Seven Figure Money Map, um, which is $11 or something to grow your Facebook group. And then there's the upsell to a $47 product, which is a six-figure workshop. But we should be able to get you access to getting that directly. And that's about it. I hope I've been able to serve you guys. So thank you so much for joining today. Um, if there's something that wasn't answered, just tag me and I'll come back to that question or PM you with an answer um, or someone on my team. And... Remember, you can turn any loss into absolute gold as long as you bring the vibration of riches and all that stuff that I'm talking about into the equation. I honestly believe that you can turn everything around incredibly quickly when you're really open to that idea and that concept. So I've seen people's businesses change dramatically in seven days, eight weeks, like I'm talking massive financial expansion. And some people think, oh my God, it can't be real. It is real. It happens all the time. I've been doing it for six years. I probably have uh, served now over 2,000 women, not including my cheaper products, 2,000 women um, with my high ticket deep dive offers. Uh, I've got women who barely been able to sell $100 sessions um, selling out their $13,000 teacher trainings, $25,000 teacher trainings. Um, I've had women in Six Figure Diva this week sell their first 5Ks. I've had a woman, two women this week. I think or one woman did 12K in, in two weeks. Another, um, 
Natalie, another woman, Michelle, had her first 10K week. And these are people who are starting from the get, like pretty much the beginning. They're coaches, they're healers, they've still been selling one-on-one time. Um, some of them are doing, they're in full-time work whilst building their business on the side. Um, and I just have to, I just think they're incredible. I adore them. I'm proud of them. Um, they're doing it, you know. So I'm sending you so much love. Have a beautiful divine day and I will see you soon. I'm sending you so much love and really divine blessings. So gorgeous, if you've been listening and you're ready to grow your booming, beautiful online business or you're ready to take your current business into a whole other divine, juicy stratosphere, schedule a call with one of my strategists. We're going to map out a four-part plan to radically grow your revenue and your impact with authenticity, grace, and proven strategy. I cannot wait to explore how we can make magic together. So apply for your complimentary strategy call now at ceodivachat.com.